Welcome to Vote with Power, podcast number 55. Today's topic is unless we start running America like a business, our country will fail. Our country has income, most of which comes from taxes. We also have expenses like all businesses. In business, to be successful, you need a plan, forecast, control, budget, use of metrics, keep eliminating debt, and become good at financial management. If you don't, your business will not survive. Our elected representatives in Congress are not qualified financial managers. They don't use forecasts or budgets or controls, metrics, or have a debt elimination system in place. Even worse, I am afraid that most politicians don't care about the financial well-being of our country. They just enjoy spending your hard-earned tax money. If representatives did care about having a financially healthy America, they would work on a plan to eliminate debt, stop wasteful spending, and stop the use of pork trading to pass legislation. My name is Denny Bowersox. I'm the author of the book Vote with Power and the founder of the Vote with Power organization. Vote with Power unites citizens for the purpose of sharing ideas, strategies, and solutions with each other and our elected representatives. We have designed a hybrid form of democracy with a groundbreaking communication system which will stop the woke, the extremists, and the corrupt politicians in their tracks. The voters elect our representatives and president just as businesses hire employees. We give them benefits and a salary. The people have expectations of what our representatives must do to fulfill their job successfully. The voters' expectations are not being satisfied. <clears throat> the difference between government and private business approaches are drastic, but there are major similarities. The major differences are in expectations, goals, job descriptions, transparency, and accountability. The public who hires and pays our members of Congress don't have any say in what they do don't do, or what they accomplish or don't accomplish. Our democracy has been eliminated. Representatives no longer represent the people, which is their oath of their job. In business, as in government, by not doing your job, that does not work. If your employees took your company in the wrong direction or caused you problems, they would be fired. Our government is taking our country in the wrong direction, causing major problems, but they keep their job. Shame on the American voters for allowing this to happen. Voters' job is to select and vote those candidates into office who will do the job the right way. Voters have become puppets of parties and incumbents. Even those who don't do their job in Congress the voters' new responsibility is to hold those representatives to be transparent and accountable, or voters must vote out those who fail to do their job. 
Our elected officials and the president have staff members and subordinates and bureaucrats they hire and who report to them. Our tax dollars pay their wages, so they actually are supposed to work for us under the leadership of people in Congress. When their staff members work against the core values of our country and against the will of the people, they should be let go. The new trend in Washington is to hire employees in line with an ideology of equity, diversity, and inclusion above all else. That means hiring people even if they don't qualify and their potential is not to be successful on the job. When people are hired based on equity, diversity, and inclusion, we hire people who lack the education, the skills, the experience, and the knowledge to do that job, let alone do that job well. So the question is, how is this equality? If you do a bad job or fail to take advantage of opportunities, why should you receive the same or more benefits Under the philosophy of equality, all people have the similar opportunities to get the education, experience, and build the skills. Some do it, while others sit on the bench. Why do we play the untalented bench riders over the people who can win the game because they put in the motivation and the effort to get the skills, experience, and education they needed to do the job right? Equality simply means everyone is treated the same as far as having opportunities. It doesn't ensure they get results no matter what their activities have been. So regardless of need or shortcomings or other individual differences, Americans should have the same opportunities. Equity, on the other hand, means everyone is provided with what they need to succeed So it's results-driven. No matter what their idiosyncrasies, oddities, or lack of effort do, they want the people that ideology is to help build equity, is to give them gifts no matter how they performed on their job. Current attempts to fulfill the ego needs of the guilt-ridden Americans who want to provide what they think is uh, equality such as the attempts to offer hundreds of thousands of dollars in reparations based on color of one's skin. That's just one example. Another example comes from the executive branch recently is to punish people who have done their civic duties by keeping their credit rating high and being good financial managers. They, those Government agencies that want to promote this want to charge those people with good credit scores higher fees to get a mortgage, then take that money and give it to those who have low scores, which have been proven in the past to run into foreclosures. When you destroyed the housing market in our economy in 2007-2008, it was due to allowing people to have zero down mortgages and low credit scores. So this approach is equity, not equality. Everybody has the same opportunity to build their credit score and manage their finances properly. So when you reinforce any behavior, 
you get more of that behavior. So why should the achievers work to get the same benefits as the slackers? Do we want a country of all slackers? Then comes the dumbing down of our schools, our competition, and reward for excellence. Just give everyone a participation award. No more recognition for those who excel. Let me ask you this. Which brain surgeon do you want to operate on you? The one who has the education, knowledge, and skills, or the one who has a participation award and didn't get the education? If you owned a business, would you like it if you wanted to borrow money from a bank to expand your business and you had been working on and had good credit and great financial management systems in place? Because you had a good credit, it shouldn't cost you more for the same loan than those businesses with poor credit and have failed to do their duty of good financial management. But this is the direction our country is heading. So where is the equality in this? They both have the same opportunity. One used it, one abused it. The woke, extremist, and corrupt politicians play the equity card, don't care about the inequality their programs produce. This harms equality in the name of equity. Equity comes from giving everyone the same opportunity, not give some gifts because they are a certain race, gender, religion, or failed in getting the results needed to get a quality loan. There is a political pressure point to change our society being shoved Shoving diversity down our throats. Diversity is defined as the practice of quality of including or involving people from a range of different social or ethnic backgrounds and different genders and sexual orientation. How long would a business last if your hiring practice was based solely on diversity and not skills, experience, education, or proven ability to obtain good results? Inclusion is another politically driven pressure point approach to change our society. Inclusion is defined as the action of state of including or being included within a group or structure. The opposite of inclusion is exclusion or omission. Those woke folks who are pushing For inclusion are fighting exclusion and omission, but they don't think about the quality, the characteristics, or the abilities of those they want to include. The practice or policy of providing equal access to opportunities and resources for the people who might otherwise exclude or marginalized, such as those who have physical or intellectual disabilities and are members of minority groups. Some businesses state their mission as, quote, we value and promote diversity and inclusion in every aspect of our business. This statement is used by many who don't either understand the concepts of inclusion or diversity or the practicality or the potential ramifications of focusing on that. In a business, those who do want For their employees, those who get results, have good work ethic, and cooperative are team players and those who are diverse. That isn't to say all diverse people are not good employees, but the ones relying on handouts 
due to diversity, may not be able to function at a level the business needs in that job. In many circumstances, the attempt to fulfill inclusion is not practicable or workable. If you're five feet tall, should you be included by a mandate to be on a professional basketball team and replace someone that's seven foot tall and has highly qualified skills? Would you rather hire the top class or those who only showed up and have a participation award, those who got awards but didn't get the education? What results will you get by using unskilled, uneducated workers unless you have the time, money, and skills to train those employees? Then you're walking on a line of risk. The challenge in our capitalistic system is to be the best company you can be. That means profitable, fair treatment, and a business offering quality of life for their employees, customers, vendors, and community. The challenge in using equity, diversity, and inclusion of employees over talent, skills, and a productive culture in your business is the lack of right of people to survive. A destructive mission of a business is to have only sources of pride from having employees from every gender, sexual orientation, religion, culture, and country, no matter what the quality of the employees are. This trend is a path to destruction, just as our government includes in our cabinet heads currently. Our current cabinet has people on it highly diverse, highly inclusive, but none of them have the successful experience, education, or skills for doing the job they were selected. That means our country is failing. One major difference between entrepreneurial-owned businesses and our government is that a business needs to make a profit and service people. The purpose of our government, according to the United States Constitution, is to provide freedom, liberty, and justice for all, which means serve the people. They are not being met, and the focus of and influence on equity, diversity, and inclusions is corrupting our government. The attempt to serve the minorities, which is a good attempt, until they harm the majority by their activities, then it needs to be stopped. If you're an employee who doesn't serve the company that you work for, you will be fired. If you own a business and fail to serve your customers, you will go out of business. The problem lies in those who work in our government and fail to serve the people They just keep their job. America isn't designed to make a profit in the government. It is not designed to end up in debt either, or waste money, or create a financial collapse, or fail to serve the citizens. So those are the common grounds between business and our government. In a well-functioning business, the employees on all levels enjoy a fair and fun culture collaborate, cooperate, and have great leadership. In America, of years in the past, we had a good culture. We had cooperation. We had acceptance, common ground, common sense, and opportunities for a great lifestyle. 
Not today. We need to cull the herd and get rid of the bad apples in our government basket. Those who are not filling their oath of office, those who are not representing the people, those who are not solving our problems, and those who are taking our country in the wrong direction, they must be removed. This is an issue difference between government goals and purpose from those of business. The government can promote a concept even in the face of destroying the country. A business would never do this unless they had a bankruptcy wish. For instance, the Green New Deal is the focus and the drive behind the woke extremist and corrupt politicians. If you only focused and politics were built around an uncontrolled and impressed fulfilled concept, your company would quickly be out of business. Our government currently is so stressed out about culture in the in the frame of ecology that they are destroying our country. They don't have the replacement or the alternatives to do anything about it at this current time, but they're still pushing it and destroying our country because they want it done now. Please get your family, friends, and co-workers and neighbors informed and involved with Vote With Power to have a voice and representation of the people and for the people of America. Vote With Power has created a peaceful civil liberties movement to install the new hybrid form of democracy. This new democracy uses our communication loop to rebuild our democracy type of government. This is the only way to stop the woke, the extremists, and the corrupt politicians from taking over our country. This is not a Democrat or Republican move. Every day we hear Republicans talk, hold hearings, but without resolve. The Democrats stay silent of voice, or they voice their opinion to protect their leaders and their party, even those who are committing violent acts against America. Even leaders or agency heads who are breaking the laws, committing bribery, or treason. There must be a power shift back to the people. So if you're frustrated, fed up, or fear for your future in America, please go to votewithpower.com. Please get informed. You can buy the book Vote With Power on Amazon or join us at votewithpower.com and listen to other podcasts. Thank you for spending your precious time with me. This is Denny Bowersox from Vote With Power saying goodbye for now.